Welcome back to the Friday Five Podcast. This is your host, Rex, and also Brent. Yes, I'm back, and I appreciate you doing the show. Back from the day. <laughs> I felt like I was dead, but you did a good job. I thought you did a good job with the baseball episode, you and Eric. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We uh, we both love baseball, so it was fun to fun to visit and talk about baseball. <laughs> I was like, I was listening to it. There's a, um, you know, the Lonely Island the Lonely Island Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip-hop like, group. Yeah, one of their old videos was called We Like Sports. <laughs> and it was basically these two guys that obviously knew nothing about sports. Yeah. Like, trying to, like, be cool. Yeah. I felt like that. <laughs> you felt like that? I mean, we... I, I did, because I was just oh. like, yeah. Um, hmm. Sport, sports isn't for everybody. No, I'm, I'm a baseball guy. I'm yeah. not as in-depth as you guys. Yeah. Um, I used to be a big NBA guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Patrick Ewing and Jordan and all those guys. What was your NBA team? Uh, the Bulls. I was a stereotypical 90s kid who liked the Bulls. <laughs> stereotypical white kid. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s. Michael Jordan. Of course. Scottie yeah. Pippen. Tony Kukoc. Yeah. All the guys. Uh, Larry me, Bird. <laughs> Larry Bird. Wasn't with the Bulls. We, Me and Patrick Maxwell, a guy we went to high school with, yeah. We play NBA 2K18, I think, or 17. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we we ball. You ball? We ball out of control. <laughs> I don't ball. <laughs> no, uh, he's a big basketball fan, but I think he's more of a LeBron fan yeah, than yeah. a basketball fan because he'll root for whatever team LeBron is on. Yeah. So, that, so he yeah. jumps around. He follows the player, not necessarily the team. Exactly. So, I think last night, the Lakers were playing against the Golden State Warriors, so I think he stayed up and watched that. Yeah. Okay. So, Well, this is, uh, this is our kickoff, our Halloween kickoff. I've been, I've been looking forward to this. I know. We, when we sat down and trying to figure out what we can do with Season 2, we noticed that, you know, it happens during October. You're a big Halloween guy. I love it, too. So I don't love it as much as like dressing up or anything like that. No, but no. I like the the weather that comes along with it. I busted out my blue jean jacket today. I know. I, I it was kind of nice to see somebody in a jacket. It's it's really <laughs> it's really odd actually. It will be a hundred and five tomorrow. <laughs> so the jacket will be tied around my waist like Zach Morris. It'll be like over your head like a. Uh... I don't know. Like, a shade? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just picturing like a, <laughs> I'm picturing uh Clark Griswold in vacation yeah. in the middle of the desert. Yeah. yeah whatever exactly. whatever that is. But a great scene. Yeah. It's a funny movie. But back to Halloween. Yeah. We're kicking it off. It's gonna be fun. I think today we're gonna talk about horror films. Yeah. I thought that would be a good way to kick it off. Um I don't know, when I think of horror films, I think of a wide kind of genre. Yeah. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween or which those are classics. I mean, those yeah. are some of my favorites. I own them. I watch them every year around October, but um it could be anything that you deem to be a horror movie, something that you find, I guess horrific. I don't know, yeah. or disturbing or you know, it could be anything. I think when it comes to horror movies, it's anything goes kind of what do you put on? Like when 
October fall music wise? What do you put on? Oh, music wise, um, well, I mean, our our intro, our, some Dead Man's Bones. I, that's Dead Man's Bones. that's some of my favorite. I have a Halloween playlist on a uh, Spotify that has a variety of stuff. I mean, it has like the stereotypical, you know, Michael Jackson Thriller. It mm-hmm. has um some uh, Monster Mash. I think it has Monster Mash. Do you know there's a new Monster Mash? Like, there's a new version of Monster Mash. It's not like it's not official. Is it Cardi B? Is she doing it? I don't think so. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but it's a it's a band that did a new version of it, and it's the same song pretty much, but they use newer monsters. Like they use like um uh like Jason and Michael Myers. <laughs> they don't use the like typical Wolfman. No, 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 Dracula. No. They use new new monsters. It's a lot more violent. <laughs> oh my god! Hannibal Lecter's in there. No. Yeah. No, we'll have to check it out. It's it's definitely worth watching. So watching. Oh, there's a music video, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my day is just made. Yeah. I'll I'll show you that after the episode. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. But um yeah, let's kick it off. Let's um let's start talking about our top horror films. Let's talk monsters. <laughs> I'm going to save that as a clip. I'm going to play it during Christmas episodes. Like, what? <laughs> well, we're not talking monsters, though, so... We're not talking... Well, I mean, there there could be some monsters within the film, yeah. Okay. There's a monster outside my door right now. It's my dog mm. making random noises, but... Well... But, uh, yeah, let's kick it off. Let's talk horror! So, my first pick is... Nosferatu. Nice. I I never seen it until we watched it actually. Yes. Time. Yeah. So Nosferatu is basically the fir- considered one of the first Halloween or horror movies, scary movies, whatever. But it was basically Bram Stoker's Dracula, which came out. The book came out in eighteen ninety seven. Yeah. And the movie came out in 1922. It was a silent film. It was just some cool, creepy German images, like, in the movie. It was fantastic. So, you got to think, that movie was made 15 years after the book came out. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those silent films that is still so effective. Yes. I mean, the makeup alone mm-hmm. and, you know, the prosthetics and everything is just insane. What gets me is the fact that, in my mind, Bram Stoker's Dracula came out, like, right after the Bible did. <laughs> you know, like, it's an it's like super, super old book. The Dead Sea Scrolls. And then... Dracula. Dracula. Then Dracula. Dracula? Wait a minute. <laughs> We can't put that in there. No, let's leave that part Um, out. So, but really, honestly, I think that Bram Stoker's Dracula came out like in 1700 or something like, you know. Yeah. But to think that this movie came out 15 years after the book was like written, that's just nuts to me. It blows my mind. I'm assuming there, I mean, was there a Dracula film before this? No, it's considered the first one. Okay, so there was no other 
Okay, that's interesting. No, and then uh, what's the what's the most famous Dracula movie? I mean, it's just Dracula with um, Bela Lugosi or whatever. Yes. So that came out like ten years after this. Yeah. Yeah. So they were kind of right near each other, but it was it was crazy. But again, cool imagery, imagery, geez, yeah, and just the overall feel for it. I will tell you this: me and my friend Sarah went to the Strand, I believe, either either the Strand or the Scottish Rite Temple, and they showed Nosferatu. That would be cool. The Strand would be a really cool spot. But along with that was, oh man, the Shreveport Symphony that did the music. Wow. So So they played it live. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. The Strand is a, was it, over 100 years old. Probably. An old theater downtown in Shreveport. Mm. Beautiful place. I mean, probably one of the, I mean, historically, one of the greatest places in Shreveport. Yes. That would be a creepy place to see that at. I can't remember where it was, though. It might have been the municipal. I can't remember. That would be a creepy place. <laughs> They're all creepy places downtown. <laughs> I would be walking really fast yes. to my car afterwards. We know? went and saw Jack White, and we walked really fast after. Yeah, yeah. So. It's not the best neighborhood. No, but. no, it's not. But it is what it is. But Nosferatu, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's black and white. It's silent film. So I know a lot of the millennials will be like, woo But... <laughs> It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I it was a good movie. So let's uh you can go to mine, my first one. Yeah. Can we just say that this is our first episode that we're doing live face to face? Let's <laughs> let's um yeah, let, let's stop there for a second and talk about that. I, I bought a new microphone. Yeah. Uh it's a pretty nice mic. It's a big jump from what we had. <laughs> Golly! But we are able to actually record together now. We're in the same room. We're in yes. my we're in my game room at my house. Um, I feel it's a good setting. Yes, we're, we're surrounded by stuff that we talk about. Yeah, and and there's a sting mask. <laughs> yeah, looking right at you. I know. Yeah, I can perfect. see it. Like so, right there. So keep that in mind that we are sitting across from each other, and you know, I I have James making this face at me while I'm trying to describe my first pick. I don't... <laughs> it's just my normal face. No, it's, it's more of a... It's, like, mm-hmm. it's more of a... Uh, dis- I don't know, you look like you're disappointed or something. I... <laughs> no. no. Okay, my first pick is going to be The Witch. Okay. From 2016. Newer, okay. Yeah, a bit of a jump from Nosferatu, but still pretty disturbing, I feel. Um... This is the first horror movie or whatever you want to call it that really that got me in yeah. quite a while. It's one that I, you know, continuously thought about weeks afterwards and it scared the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. It's it has Anna Taylor Joy, which you might know. Have you seen Split? She's in the movie Split. She's like one of the main lead actresses. Is that the uh, man? M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. I did not see that. Well, she's in other films too, but I mean that's that's kind of the the latest one she's been in. Okay, and the atmosphere is just completely horrifying. It takes place like back in the I believe the sixteen hundreds. Okay, and it deals with the family that is kind of um, cast out from their village, I, and they kind of go to live on their own, live off the land. They have a house. 
Mm-hmm. And while they're out there, strange things start happening. And it's rumored that there's a witch in the woods. <laughs> You're like, nope. Um, it, it really utilizes like, you know, fear of the unknown. You yes. only see the witch like, I think three times in the entire movie. And they're really brief glimpses. Okay. Like it's, it's not like in your face. All right. Not like most of the movies that come out these days where it's like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's one of my biggest praises about the film. I love anything like that dealing with, um, monsters or anything that you don't really see the monster. Yes. Um, I think it works so much better kind of leaving it to your imagination. And this is, that's what this does completely. Amazing performances by all, uh, Anna Taylor joy is so good. Uh, the music is so incredibly creepy. It's very, um, stripped down. Mm -hmm. It's very simplistic, but it, it adds to the movie so well. And while you're watching it, I mean, you're kind of, it kind of leaves you guessing and questioning if the family's not just going insane. And that's why all this weird stuff is happening. Is there really a witch or is the family just nuts? And there's like a really pretty disturbing payoff at the end that confirms everything. Really? Yeah. It, it's a strong ending. Look, Brent's dog is at the door. (laughs) Actually scared. And, and she just kind of like scratched the door just a little bit. Yeah. And I was spooked. I'm talking about the witch and she like, yeah. Yeah. So like, what other aspects of the movie did you like? Uh, like the imagery and all that? Oh, the imagery, the cinematography. I, I loved how it went from... It It kind of goes from... Okay, is this trying to be kind of a more realistic betrayal of... You know, because I mean, you know, there were people that believed in witches and stuff mm-hmm. like that back then. It goes from that... So it goes from like, you know... 10 miles an hour to 300 miles an hour near the end. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, there's no spoilers. There's, there's a goat in the movie that is prevalent throughout the film that they have on their, you know, their land. He's the witch. Well, no, uh, the goat's name is black Philip. That's what they call the goat. Okay. And it, yeah. Does the witch get into the goat? Like, does the witch's spirit get into the goat? No, the goat is somebody else. Satan? <laughs> I don't know. You have to see the movie, man. It's... I'm not seeing it, dude. <laughs> well, other people might. I don't, I don't know. Even Spo- like okay. Movies. Spoiler alert. 100%. Spoiler alert. The goat is basically the devil. Satan. Yeah, Satan. So that's, I got that right. She is in the barn. I, I forget the reason. I need to watch it again. I have the movie. But she's in a barn. The goat is there. The witch is in the barn? No, and, at, uh, at one point, uh, Anna Taylor Joy is in like a barn with the goat. Who plays Bomason? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's she's talking. I, I don't remember who she's talking to. But anyways, while the camera is zoomed on her face, the goat answers her. The goat speaks. Mm-mm. And the goat transforms into a a thing, a person, and it grants her power. 
basically the end of the movie is her walking towards a bonfire with other witches around it um i guess um i don't know chanting something and the movie ends with her floating up in the air and it cuts to black so she became a witch yeah yeah Were i got goosebumps Bla- black philip black philip they might black <laughs> they might be black I told my brother-in-law to watch this, Jeff, because yeah. uh, his wife, um, Betsy, is a huge horror fan. Yeah. And they were trying to find a horror movie, and I'm like, watch The Witch. Yeah. And the movie ended, and he called me. He goes, that is such a movie that you would recommend. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? And she's like, it was really good. And I think he just, he thinks I like like these artsy films, which yeah. I don't really. The ones where it cuts to black, and you're like, oh, I love that what's going on but that's what he's thinking yeah for you yeah yeah yeah. i love movies that don't explain the ending no country for old men I inception that, inception yeah i love the cut to black films um recently a the quiet book <laughs> does that cut to black finally i, I wish it would <laughs> i was about to say i kind of wish it would have cut to black about 10 minutes in but I liked the notebook. You talked about the notebook a lot. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I'm a Gosling fan, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Gosling. Man, you ever see The Nice Guys? Love that movie. I saw it in theaters. Golly. Did we see that? I don't think so. I saw it with somebody. I don't know who. I think I saw it with Eric. Okay. Yeah. I was a big fan of that film. Man, love it. I liked it. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Um, when he's at the party, I... I think don't don't say and stuff. <laughs> you know why they call them killer bees? Why? Yeah. They'll kill you. Mm. <laughs> that was a very underrated film, but yeah. Um, uh, a quiet place that cuts to black. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a uh, that's a good one, and it's a more recent one. Yeah, no, I agree. It's probably one of the better horror films i think i don't think we should talk about it that much i don't more. think we. I, mean, <laughs> I think we should keep leave it at that yeah okay yeah. all right but that's my pick the cool. witch all right so let's go to your next one my next pick is a quiet place <laughs> i think you changed it on the fly no i didn't <laughs> no yet you actually showed me your notes as i was saying the quiet place i'm like oh sorry <laughs> No, it's all good, but with <clears throat> silence and the fear of the unknown is kind of what gets me in movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, if we're all serious. Well, this is the perfect movie. Yeah, because you and I went and saw this because yes. there was a rumor that it could be linked to Cloverfield, and Brent and I are big Cloverfield nerds, and, excuse me, geeks. I think that's the politically correct term, though. So, um, nerds are like screech powers. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not there. Yeah. So, anyways, a quiet place is John Krasinski from The Office, which we watch every night. My wife and I do. So, anyways, he wrote and directed it, mm-hmm. and there's like a who came on and talked about a quiet place. The Dove, Baby Candy. He mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. I forget why he mentioned it. but Because we're talking about the off, uh, not the office, Oscars popular movie. Yeah. Which they redacted like they're not doing anymore. I saw that. They probably listened to our podcast. Yes. 
So anyways, so A Quiet Place is about a guy and his wife and three kids? I can't remember. Um, Two and a third on the way. Three. No, two and a third on the way. She was pregnant. I thought there was the older girl. Okay, it was just the older girl than the younger boy. Well, there were three at the beginning. Yes. So, (laughs) spoiler. 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 Yeah. But anyway, A Quiet Place is like a really cool movie, and it's a great concept. (laughs) Somebody that did ASMR would live. They would survive. They would whisper the whole time. Who? An ASMR person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, you're not supposed to make any noise or the monsters will come and get you. Fantastic. Like, how has no one come up with this idea yet? I mean, it's been utilized in movies where, you know, you have to be quiet or somebody. But but not to where you could be anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you could be miles away from your house. Yes. Yeah, they're they're gonna hear you. Man, what a great film! Honestly, it's probably like one of the best in recent years. No, I agree. It's it's not straight up horror films like you know, That's Jason pretty, or Halloween and stuff like that. But it's pretty scary though. Man, and like you have to be quiet in the theater while you watch it yeah we we saw it with a good audience yes which i was so happy about (laughs) because people nowadays pick up their phones they whisper they smack their food they do whatever but usually you can do that and hide it behind a loud yeah explosion in a movie and stuff but this was like no it's 70 percent of it is dead quiet yeah dead i loved it yeah there's rumors of a sequel I don't know if I, I want it. I hate that. Yeah. It's like they couldn't leave. It's, it's, this is a whole other rant, really. I mean, any movie that makes money is going to have a, a sequel. There's a Brent rant. <laughs> there should be a button. Brent rant. <laughs> any movie, any movie that makes money nowadays is going to have a sequel. Yeah. It's just going to. Um. Oh, this is so off topic. I, I'm not even going to go here, but, um, one of my favorite parts about The Quiet Place is that, or A Quiet Place, the monster payoff is really good. The monster looks really good. I can't even remember the monster. I remember being almost kind of afraid to see it because I was like, it's going to be lame. Mm-hmm. You know, when you finally see it, it's yeah. really scary. Good. I mean, it's it's it pays off. So This, A Quiet Place might be one of those movies that I will have to watch every October. Yeah. It because well. I mean, it's not, it's not goofy. Like no, some of them. It's not campy. It's not it's a just, happy film. <laughs> no, but it's. It was really cool, and I, I can't wait to watch it again now. Yeah, it's on. Um, it's definitely on my list of movies to buy. So, you buy movies? I do. I still buy physical media. I'm so. I'm so back in time. I know. Is that an NSYNC bobblehead? In the back? What? Is that an NSYNC bobblehead? Is that J.C. Chazé or somebody like that? <laughs> Joey Fatone? That's uh, that's Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see what Mac has to say. Hold on. Does he talk? Yeah, he talks. Yeah, he talks. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm just, I need to keep this on our desk now. Daddy, shotgun, bro. You get blasted in the mouth. What? 
Patty's shotgun. It's where they came up with the way to uh, drink vodka. Okay. And they had a fake shotgun, and they would shoot it in each other's mouths. Oh, so yeah. Um, Anyways, a quiet place. John Krasinski. <laughs> and you have to be quiet while you watch it. Yeah. And it's it's really good. The move the the monster payoff. I hope there's no sequel. I agree. There shouldn't be. Unless unless John Krasinski writes it. <laughs> I thought you were about on oh, their mind. Another spoiler. But okay. Don't do this. Right, I'm I'm not <laughs> Don't do this. I'll li- I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. But yeah, I agree. Good pick, man. Thank you. Yeah. My next pick is going to be a movie that I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people have seen this. I, it's one of those I randomly came across one night, like mm-hmm. on HBO, and oh. just oh, no, oh, no, boy. not that late. Um, oh boy, <laughs> taxi cab. Um, it's called Funny Games. Have you Funny Games ever heard of this movie? No. Um, the one that I saw first was the original. It came out in 1997. It was a German movie. Okay. And fun and games. Funny Games. Funny Games. Funny Games. Came out in 97. Um, there was an American remake in 2007 that starred Naomi Watts. Really? Yes. What is she doing? The movie is about two serial killers that show up at these people's house. Um, this family, just, you know, man and wife and kid, mm-hmm. they're on vacation. And they take them hostage. And it's these two, like, younger guys. They're, like, in their early 20s. There's no reason given as to why they take them hostage, why they torture them, mm-hmm. but just the absolute brutal lack of remorse that these two people have makes it so incredibly disturbing. And the cool thing is the the remake, the 2007 version, is a shot-by-shot remake of the original. Nice. And I think it, it, it does a good job. It... It lives up to the uh, to the original really well. So you watched you watched both. Yes, I saw the original first, and okay. then I saw that there was a remake. Okay, which one did you like more? I, I like the new one. I like okay. the, two, the 2007 better. I I think it's mainly um, well, I mean, you know, you don't have to read subtitles, which I don't mind reading subtitles, but uh, it had Naomi Watts. You were more familiar with one of the characters, one of the mm-hmm. actresses, and. It didn't hold back. It, it really didn't water it down at all. It's not a movie that would necessarily see that much commercial success, really. It's yeah. pretty pretty disturbing. And, yeah, I, I, I just liked it. It, it kind of, uh, they, like, break the fourth wall during the film sometimes. Cool. Like, the guy will stop and turn to the audience. Yeah. Talk to the audience. Um, there's a part of the film where does something doesn't necessarily go their way. Mm-hmm. the the serial killer's way okay and he rewinds the film and they redo the scene to where it goes his it, it's really weird i mean but it's really good and if you like films like that yeah movies like um the movie uh the strangers mm-hmm. you ever seen that mm-hmm. you know kind of a home invasion film yeah i can't do those yeah I, that's why the strangers scare me because it was kind of realistic in a way <laughs> but uh yeah funny games uh highly recommended it's it's a very r-rated movie but i think it definitely deserves to be seen by more people so i'm i'm looking at the the cast uh-huh naomi watts tim roth yes yes who is mr orange i believe mm-hmm. 
And then Michael Pitt, who was in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he's one of the uh, serial killers. Okay. Yeah. And then that, and there's three, two more, and I don't recognize them and, as much as the other ones. And you know, Michael Pitt and the other guy—I don't remember his name—but Brady Corbett. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with him, but they don't—they don't look like serial killers. They look yeah. like preppy. Um, normal people. I mean, they, they basically come over to borrow, I think some sugar or something from her. Like they're in the neighborhood. They, they're neighbors supposedly. And it just kind of goes from there, but it's, how do you not know your neighbors? Well, they didn't, they didn't know them because like, it's not their hat. It's like a vacation home. Oh, so Airbnb it. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere before Airbnb. Probably. <laughs> It's, I don't think it's a movie Airbnb wants everybody to watch. <laughs> Sponsored by Airbnb. If you don't stick with Airbnb, this is what could happen. Yes. <laughs> don't go VRBO. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another good one. Yeah. That's my pick, though. Funny Games. Check it out. Good horror film. I like it. Yeah. I'll, uh... I don't know if I can uh, if I can watch The Witch, but we'll we'll get back to like where we pick. I'll let you borrow it, but no. <laughs> so you and Jack wouldn't enjoy The Witch. No. No. Okay. No. All right. Um, let's go to yours. My pick is Psycho. Nice. Now you're obviously referring to the 1998 version. Obviously, yes. <laughs> well, it's not, you know. If we want to talk about shot by shot, look no further. Yeah. <laughs> 1998. Golly, that movie was crapola. Yeah. You went and saw it, too. I saw it in theaters. I don't know why. We don't know why either. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the 1960 Psycho. Yes. Which is just a cut above the rest. Because it's so iconic. Yeah. The music... The scene, the shower scene, man. Twist ending, kind of. Twist ending, man, that was creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, Psycho. Horrible sequels. <laughs> horrible sequels. <laughs> but, like, it was based off of a book. Okay. That came out probably about a year before the movie did. So they snatched that up pretty quick. Wow, I didn't know that. Um... So, it's just one of the most iconic ones. Yeah, I, I don't know why I was thinking it was like an original screenplay. Alfred Hitchcock at his best. Yeah. So, I can't remember what uh, what part Alfred Hitchcock played, because he's always in yeah. his movies. Yeah, it's like Stan Lee. <laughs> Shows up in his films. Yeah. yeah. Who else does that, though? Um, M. Night Shyamalan does it. I was about to say M. Yeah, Night does it. Right? Yeah, he shows up and uh, he's been in every movie. Yeah, I think Todd Phillips showed up in uh, The Hangover. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. But anyways, so that's that's my pick. It's just a classic movie. It has to be on here. And Bates Motel. I don't know if you ever watched that. I've always wanted to watch it. I've never watched it though. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I think. Yes, uh, I didn't. I didn't finish it, unfortunately. But I'm trying to think who the actress is in that movie because I know her from somewhere, but I don't know. She actress was a, in that movie, or not movie, but TV show, The Bates Motel. She's in just about everything. Okay, 
because I saw her recently in something, and I wanted to know who it was, and I saw she was in Bates Motel. But um, anyways, that's just. Now, why did you go see the, what's that? Why don't you go see Psycho 1998? Um, that was during my phase in life that I just saw anything. Okay. <laughs> I think we each had that. To where we would just go see a movie. Let's just go see a movie. Doesn't matter what it is. Yes. This looks mildly interesting. Let's go see it. Man, that's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I might go to the theater twice a year. Now. Psycho. I yeah. know I know I don't have that many notes on it. Yeah. You don't have any notes. <laughs> but okay. everyone's seen Psycho. Yeah. Like you can't really talk about it that much. No, I mean it's pretty straightforward. It's uh just a beautifully shot cinematography and it's just it a classic. It's black and white too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two of my three are black and white. And one of them is a silent. Well, two of them are a silent film, Man, basically. I don't, I don't have any black and white movies. I got that's two so, black and white Hear me out. I got two black and white movies. It's just so hipster. And I got two silent movies, basically. <laughs> Wait, with Nosferatu and A Quiet Place. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, they have the ability to talk. They just whisper. You probably loved it. That's why you love the movie, because you like ASMR. It is true. I do love ASMR. You're like, man, I want to watch this with headphones. It's, yeah, <laughs> it is a good one. But I, man, A Quiet Place. I got to go watch that. <laughs> I'll see you later. Quiet Place Psycho double feature. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good pick, though. Thank you. Yeah. Tons of notes on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. You had to cut it down. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put a dash by it. <laughs> The other ones have dashes by it and some stuff, but not, this not, one didn't even have a dash. Not even a colon? Nothing. No, not even a colon, pal. Gosh. Well, my next pick, colon, pal. My next pick is going to be the Blair Witch Project. I, I'm talking a lot about witches. I don't know. But you're doing black and white. I'm mm-hmm. doing witches. The Blair Witch Project 1999 um, was a phenomenon at that time. I, mm-hmm. Do you remember when this came out? Everyone was talking about it. Found footage. People thought it was real. <laughs> I thought it was real for a while. I wasn't sure. People thought, I mean, we're not exaggerating. Or I'm not exaggerating when I'm saying this. People thought that that footage was real. Not everyone, but there were people that thought they were going to the theater mm-hmm. to watch found footage mm-hmm. that I guess they spliced together and put into a movie. That was the first found footage movie I can remember. I mean, was there one before that? I I don't even think there was. I think this started a trend. And one yeah. of our favorite movies is based off a found footage movie. Psycho. No. Um, <laughs> 1998 Psycho. Um, shot Clo- for shot. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah. Shot for shot Cloverfield sequel. Man. Yeah. I would die for a sequel <laughs> of Cloverfield. But- I think we have Blair Witch to thank for Cloverfield. You know, as far as the found footage, I love the found footage genre. genre. Mm-hmm. I love it. A lot of people don't like it. I I think it makes some people sick. It does. The motion stuff. Yeah. I can't even play some video games because of that. Like first person yeah. games stuff. Yeah. Um, I will say with Blair Witch Project, I never saw it. Have you? You've never seen it? Mm-mm. We got some stuff to watch. No, we, we should I'm do like we should that. do a live podcast with you watching the witch and the Blair Witch. 
Now that's a double feature. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I have both. But, okay, the Blair Witch was made. Same witch? That'd be funny. No. Well, well it could be. Wait, yeah, because it's, she, where's Blair Witch? It's Pennsylvania? Or yeah, it's it's up there. New, New England? Yeah, witches live forever. And the witch is in New England I, as well. Is, <laughs> I'm picturing a witch listening to her podcast going, that's not true. Um, She's going to call in. I, I really hope she doesn't. Um, if you're if you're a witch listening to this, we don't want you here. Um, <laughs> now we lost a listener. Discrimination, yeah. We discriminate against witches. But anyways, the Blair Witch Project, it costs $60,000 to make. Okay. It made... Ooh, one, oh, can I guess? Yes. Okay. Uh, 90 mil. $250 million. That was a couple mil off. They made a pretty good profit on that. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... The marketing was so unique, you mm-hmm. know, to the point where people thought it was real. Um, basic, basically, okay, the way that they filmed the movie, there's a lot more to it, but what they would do is the actors would be out in a tent camping out in the woods. Yeah. The director, producers, whatever, would drop off a script at their campsite every morning and then leave. And then basically it gave them directions on what they wanted to film for that day. And at night, the directors, whatever would screw with them, make noises in the woods, hit their tent. You couldn't pay me enough. No, I think I would pass. I I would crap my sleeping bag. (laughs) He man sleeping bag. But yeah, one of the best I feel horror movies of all time. It has one of my favorite endings of all time, and it launched it launched a, a genre. Yeah, that I mean, will it was, forever be around. Yeah, it was huge, and you know the beginnings of so many movies. But now there was a remake. Or actually, it wasn't a remake, but there was a recent Blair Witch film that came out to where these people, you know, take cameras, they go back to the woods to basically see if the story was true. Yeah. And um, some stuff happens. Your turn. Oh, my turn. <laughs> For my next choice, uh-huh. I am choosing Scream. Okay. 1996. That really... I don't want to say it saved the horror genre, but it really kicked it back off. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Wes Craven. It, it really did you know, miracles for the genre of horror films because it was, it was kind of, it's back. Like, and that's, that was another film like for, you know, maybe younger listeners that weren't around at that time was massive. I mean, that was so big. And the cast was incredible. Hmm. Um, Scream was 1996. David Arquette, who was a WCW champion, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not yet but Nev Campbell fortunately <laughs> Courtney Cox from Friends this is during our heyday of Friends mm-hmm. and actually they uh, David Arquette and Courtney Cox got married oh they met on uh, they met on the set and kicked it off yeah uh, Matthew Lillard Rose McGowan I forgot she was in that actually uh, Drew Barrymore was in it wasn't she Drew Barrymore yeah. Skeet Ulrich and even uh, Henry Winkler I do not remember him in it. Was he well, a teacher? 
<laughs> he was the f- man. Was he not in this movie, or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't know. He he might have been. Might have very well been in the film. Henry Winkler, Principal Henry. Okay. So he's a principal. Yeah. Um, the thing that got everyone talking, I guess you could say, was the fact that Drew Barrymore is a huge star uh-huh. in movies. Oh, I know what you're... Yeah. And she... Especially at the time, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. She dies. Yes. Like Early. Ten minutes in. She might be the first person. She is. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Anyways. One of the first. One of the first. But that's unheard of. To kill off arguably the biggest name in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say that she wanted to die. Mm-hmm. She said, basically, I'll do it, but I but I want to be killed first because no one will expect it. <laughs> and true. it's true. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a shocking moment, but I mean, it's it's you can't really say it's Nightmare on Elm Street because I mean that's an entirely different entirely different thing. But I mean, it was kind of that that kind of popularity for mm-hmm. you know a new generation. Honestly, it was it was I think it was so effective is because it it was a basically a serial killer movie. It could have actually happened. It, there was nothing necessarily supernatural about it. And it was just done so well. I think it was it, it that sparked off or kicked off whatever dozens and dozens and dozens of movies. Most of them were horrible, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I know what you did last summer, stuff like that. I mean, we're all products of Scream being a success. So, basically, she had prior commitments. Okay. Drew Barrymore did. So, that's why she had to get killed off early. So, she wanted... So, it was basically like, you know, I have prior commitments, but I want to be in this movie. She wanted to be in the movie, and she says, right, you know, I want want to request a a role. And then, while filming, I guess she found out that she was... um, she had to be, you know, she had to get gone. So, most likely for a movie that we've never, <laughs> no one's no. heard of since. No, yeah. it's it probably, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Wedding Singer? No, First. Uh, 51st Dates or something? No, First Kiss or First something? First Kiss or, oh, what was that movie that, uh, she went back to the, uh, high school? Oh. I don't uh high school reunion, whatever. No. I don't know. I don't know any of those films. I'm not a big Barrymore fan. I used to not be, but she she grew on me. She's got never been kissed. Okay. okay. That's the movie. But I remember this about Scream. Okay. I remember I didn't like it. Uh-huh. When it came out. Because it's nineteen ninety six puts us at thirteen. I wasn't about horror movies, and I'm still kind of not. Like, as you can tell, I'm not picking anything like Jason or, I mean, Friday the 13th. I love them. But uh, they're, they're just, and especially any of the new stuff, because every new horror film, basically, is they move into the house, and there's a spooky some spirit in the house, there's, and that's it. There's demons. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Don't move into the house. Think of something original, <laughs> you know. And I, I think that's why, I like, 
a quiet place mm-hmm. because it was something original. But yeah, I remember I was hanging out at Casty's house, who had all the Ninja Turtles, and a childhood friend of yours, childhood friend of mine. Yeah, and we were hanging out. And I think uh, I think the youth group or whatever, a bunch of us were there, and they put on Scream or <laughs> the youth group watching. <laughs> Or um, what's the other movie? I know what you did last summer. Yeah, that was another big one. Yeah, and they're like, "Let's watch this." I was like, "All right, guys." <laughs> I think I went down. You were really small for your age. <laughs> I think. Alrighty. I remember. I want to say, I went downstairs and watched cartoons with his little brother Chad. Yeah, and we watched Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Not the movie. I if I watch a film that really freaks me out, I have to put on something happy. Yeah. Before I go to bed, even, or I'm like I'm gonna be messed up all night. Yeah. Even with TV shows now. Yeah. Like we watch, we're watching Ozark right now. Uh huh. And it's nothing like too creepy or anything, but there's some suspenseful stuff in there. And Jacqueline, she enjoys it, but she doesn't enjoy it right before we go to bed. Yeah. Like. To watch something like that. Yeah. So we always, you know, Friends, Seinfeld, The yeah. Office right now. But, um, you know, to help us not think about that crap. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder if they'll do a new screen. I could see them rebooting it eventually, yeah. They did the MTV series. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's supposedly, it's okay. Uh, T-Bone watches it. I'm, I, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, have they already rebooted Scream? I don't think they have. They've had four or five of them. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just trying to think, have they done one that's kind of a... I don't I don't think so. I mean, it's it's only a matter of time. Because, yeah. I mean, gosh, would you say 96? So, 22 years. Jeez. Didn't seem like it was that long ago. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I, I remember people talking about it, people watching it. I remember when it came out on VHS, I think my brother rented it from Blockbuster, of course. Yeah. R.I.P. Man, what a perfect Blockbuster rental. Yes. Scream. Yeah. And then uh, I, I I, think that's another good Halloween movie. No, I Plus agree. Plus the mask and the voice and all that. Man, that was great. No, I, I agree. I, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about going to Blockbuster and Rings. <laughs> going to Blockbuster, middle of October. Yeah. Getting it on VHS, getting some popcorn that was in Blockbuster. Yes. That's a Friday night, dude. <laughs> that is that <laughs> that's, is fun. That's an any night. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Make it a Blockbuster night. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. But good pick, man. I mean, that's, that's a perfect pick. And then, like you said, it kicked off so many things. But... My next pick is going to be The Shining. <laughs> Sequel. Yes, yes. And I'm 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 looking for my notes because I seem to have lost them. No, I, I lost didn't. mine as well. Um The Shining. Uh 1980, Stanley Kubrick, classic. We've already touched on this a little bit in the yeah. conspiracy episode. The Dove was not a fan of this conspiracy. But the thing about The Shining that I think works so well, and the reason I like it, it doesn't scare the audience as much Mm -hmm. as it disturbs the audience. Yes. Yeah. It's very, very disturbing. Lots of disturbing imagery, and just the vibe of the movie is really 
it's one of those that you need to watch something happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After the shining, like sh- the word shining refers to the ability to see into the future and the past mm. and maybe see otherworldly beings, you know, mm. and that's what the, the main character in the film, Danny, he has that ability. Yeah. He has the ability to shine <laughs> and, and he sees all these things throughout the film that are horribly, horribly disturbing. Um, it, it's a terrible, terrible little outing for that family. <laughs> Awful. Be- between Danny seeing, you know, Im- images that, you know, from events that happened within the hotel to Jack, the main character, Jack Nicholson, uh, gradually going insane that, you know, is kind of fueled from a mixture of his alcoholism and kind of just the evil presence in the hotel. It, it's just a really, really creepy movie. It's a slow build, which I like. And maybe Jack Nicholson's most iconic role. I was about to say that. Yeah. I mean, it's, here's Johnny. It's just like everyone knows what that's from. I mean, and one of the, you know, one of the most fun things about the movie is, like I said, we had already kind of discussed it, are theories as to what the movie is about. I mean... You can take it for what it is, straightforward. Uh, it's about a guy that goes insane. It's about a kid that can see dead people, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are a lot of theories that make sense. Some are a little more out there. Of course, one of the ones that we discussed were it's a Stanley Kubrick basically apologizing, apologizing for the fake moon for faking the moon landings. And Apollo. Apologizing. Wow. There you go. I was trying to give him a hint. Um, it it so as far as theories that faking the moon landings, uh, to it being a film actually just about sexual abuse, which is really dark. But I was reading up on that one, Mm -hmm. and they do touch on a lot of things that make sense. Um, another theory is that it's about the massacre of American Indians. I, do, I remember hearing about that one. That's in the documentary, the uh, room, room two thirty seven, two thirty seven, and it that one makes a lot of sense too. I mean, they mentioned in the film earlier in the film that the hotel sits on top of an Indian burial ground, and there's a lot of uh, Native American imagery in the film, paintings. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's a very um, in depth movie. I mean, there's a lot of theories. There's a lot of ways to take it. It doesn't explain everything to you. And it's just one of the best. Absolutely one of the best. My parents stayed at the uh, the hotel that... <laughs> I, I well, quickly it, shake my head. It's it's not the hotel that the movie was in, but it's the hotel that Stephen King stayed in. Okay. While he wrote some of the film and then inspired some of the film. Or the book. Uh, the, the book, yeah. Sorry, the book that was made into a film. And it's up in Colorado. They went there recently, and they actually got me a room two seventeen uh, keychain. Yes, yeah, behind you. It's on the uh, the VHS shelf. It's a little There's too uh, much crap. <laughs> it's kind of in the at the top. It's okay. yeah. It's a little plaque. But yeah. Uh, um. So the hot- uh, the hotel is awesome, but they have like a shining gift shop. Jeez. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's cool. 
So let me I wanna I wanna tell you a quick story. Okay. It's me and Jacqueline's first date. We go to eat at a nice restaurant and I you know, Shreveport we don't have there's not a good movie out that we wanted to see. So uh, you know, we're just kinda driving around. It's like, well look, how about how about we go back to the Shouse? The Shouse is I thought you were trying to say house. <laughs> the Shouse is my old record store which I lived in in the back, so it's shop and house. Oh, I got you. Shouse. I got you. So I say, Hey, let's go back to the Shouse <laughs> and you know, let's watch Let's watch Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. So that's what, you know, the tensions were, were us to go back and, and watch Back to the Future. Well, we get there, and I'm like, going through all my movies, you know, there's Mud, which is a great movie, if yeah, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But, um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So we're going through, <laughs> I, I pick a couple of movies besides Back to the Future, and one of them was The Shining, and I mean a perfect first date film. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was November sixteenth, I, I believe, was our first date. Yeah, but anyway, so I let her pick, or I put them behind my back, and she picked whatever. But then we end up watching The Shining. Yeah, as our first date instead of Back to the Future. Now, two quick, two quick things. Back to the Future would have been more of a date movie. Yeah, obviously. Two. Here's the big one. Has she had she seen The Shining? I think she had. Okay. But I have not. Why'd you have it then? Because I just bought it. Because I was like, I need it. Because it was like one of those ones. It's like I should watch this. Yeah. So she had seen it. You had not seen it. I think that's how it went. This under this makes sense. This is why you picked it because you didn't know what you're about to get into. <laughs> but no, I knew. Did yes. she choose The Shining? I can't remember okay, if, okay. if I held him out like this or I put him behind my back. Okay. <laughs> Said, hey, pick a hand, left or right. But not only that, our buddy, Adam Hester, back on Zanga, his page name was Overlook Hotel. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yes. I, for, I forgot about so, that. So, The Shining is like just a killer movie, <laughs> literally. Um <laughs> But Martin Scorsese praises it. Everyone praises it, right? I'm afraid they'll remake it. But there was a TV, a made-for-TV movie. Yes. Where they actually, I think they filmed it in the hotel that Stephen King stayed in. Oof. The one that I was talking about my parents stayed at. So, it had nominations for Razzie Awards. The TV? No. The movie. The original? Yeah. The Razzies were around? Yeah. For what? Worst actress, Shelley Duvall. Well, I don't yeah, I don't like her. But I worst, mean it was it wasn't the worst, worst director. That's crazy. And that okay, that kind of make that kind of makes me think. And I've thought about this a lot sometimes. You know, we'll see some of these movies that come out. Mm-hmm. And you and I are like, that is trash. Yeah. Yeah. Does this mean that thirty years from now? They're going to be considered classics. Some of these, it kind of, it kind of makes you wonder, you know. Yeah, I, I think so. And because I'm more of a music guy than a movie guy. Yeah. And 
sometimes I'll read articles where it's like, you know, 30 year retrospect, 40 year retrospect on such and such album. And it would be like, yeah. what, what's their, uh, the Rolling Stones, some girls, which is my favorite Rolling Stones album. But like the original review will give it like two stars and they review it again 30 years later and it'll be like four stars or classic or something They should like make that. the same person re-review it. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, to like see like, you know, in their mind how it's aged and stuff like yeah. that. Cuz I think if you have if you have a younger person do it that I don't know, we're getting off on a whole other thing, but there's there's kind of a thing to where you look at older films and you immediately kind of say that they're good just because they're older movies. Yeah. I don't think that's the case with The Shining at all. I mean, I I can remember, I mean, my parents saw this movie. I remember them talking about it. I remember people back in the day, I mean, you can read old reviews, people praising it. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't think it's a movie that's only gained popularity and is only good because of time. Yeah. I mean, it's a creepy movie. Do you know some of the other actors that were up for... For Jack? Jack. I, I don't. I mean, I might have read it before, but I don't remember. Others, other actors uh, considering for the role of Jack Torrance. Yeah. Robert De Niro, wow. who claims the film gave him nightmares for a month. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Wow, really? Robin Williams. Wow. All of that whom... That would have been interesting. All of whom met with Stephen King's disapproval. I mean... According to Wikipedia. You know, at the time, Robin Williams wasn't known as much for serious roles, but man, that would have been good. I guess. I mean, but it's one of those things where it's like you can't imagine it without Jack Nicholson. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And and that's where that's where I'm at. And it's like, oh man, Rob, you know, Robert De Niro, great actor. Harrison Ford, great actor. Robin, great actor. Yeah. And it's just like honestly, I'm thinking about a movie that I can't believe I did not add to my list, and I am going to call an audible, and I'm going to add it as my final pick without oh. any notes. What was your final? My, before then, my final, Alien. My final pick was Alien. Okay. Originally. Okay. So we're audibling to. I don't know what you just was. <laughs> you just mouthed something. Um, <laughs> Popeye? No. <laughs> uh, but, but but really, really, really quick. No. Um, really yeah, quick. Talking. Alien, some of the best effects, some of the best practical effects, one of the scariest scenes ever in film. Uh, Fear of the Unknown, classic perfect film anyways that was gonna be my final pick it's not gonna be my final pick anymore but i just gave my mini review anyway yeah <laughs> okay so i think it's my last one yes i'm choosing jaws classic i mean a classic horror film to me some people might argue with that i do not argue with that you're That's damn what, right that is one of the scariest movies ever made so here's the deal gang i lost my leg <laughs> what? Due to a shark attack. Um, it's the first summer blockbuster. It's yeah. the you know basically the original blockbuster. Define the term summer blockbuster. Yeah. Yes, it was a popcorn movie. It was filled with um, scare jumps. I guess what they call them. 
Uh, jump scares. Yeah. Jump scares. So I think the thing that made this was the fact that the mechanical shark. Bruce. Was named Bruce, but he didn't work. Yeah. The story of the making of Jaws is fascinating in itself. Yes. And the fact that it didn't work is the reason why you didn't see the shark that much. Yeah. I read that. There, He was supposed to be... There was supposed to be way more There was going to be shots. way more shark. Yeah. But because of malfunctions, it was not... I think... That arguably saved the movie. Yes. It did. Yeah. I mean, it still would have been good, but if you'd just seen that shark the whole film... Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have been great. And now, like, that's what we talked about this earlier. Like, we love movies, monster movies. Yeah. Where we don't see the monster that much. Alien. Yeah. yeah. Cloverfield. Where you so good. <laughs> where you just hear roars or something or a little tap or you know it's out there. And that's why Jaws is my favorite movie yeah. of all time. Three D Jaws three D? No. Okay. Just Jaws, sir. <laughs> but it's because it's the fear of the unknown. Like I don't like the water. And Jaws is the reason that, why. That's like giving me goosebumps. I don't know why, but that's so true. Yeah. You're out in the middle of the ocean. I don't know that it's out there. Talk about the fear of the unknown. Yeah. There could be anything under your feet. Yeah. So You don't know what's at the bottom of that thing. I don't know if I told you this story before or on this podcast or just in general, but one, I was in my 20s. I lived at home. Yeah, that's right. So I just watch Jaws one week way too many times. Yeah. And I really hope I didn't tell this story before. It doesn't sound familiar. So my mom comes in and she's like, you're watching Jaws again? Like, are you just finishing it up? I was like, no, this is like my fourth time this week to watch it. Yeah. And she's like, you love Jaws? I was like, yeah, it's, it's my favorite movie, blah, blah. She's like, well, that's weird. I was like, why is that weird? Why is that weird, Mom? Get out of my room. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do with my life, Mom. Yeah. So she says that my parents' first date was to go see Jaws. Really? Yeah. Wow. And she said that was the first time uh, she she would be like, <clears throat> the opening credits, the little girl was swimming, and the shark eats the girl. And my mom's like, the shark's not going to get her. Is, is she and he's like oh no 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 no, she's, she's fine and she says that <laughs> was the first time my dad lied to her and it hasn't been the last <laughs> but oh. another another cool that deal cool. about it was Robert Shaw who played Quinn mm -hmm. he talks about near the end of the movie they're talking about scars or whatever and he goes oh no hoopa that's from the USS Indianapolis. That's, you know, I survived the USS Indianapolis and this, that, and the other. If you haven't read about or heard about the USS Indianapolis, I can't remember how many people were on the boat, um, but it was torpedoed by the Japanese. So not a lot of people survived just the attack, but they also had to, the members had to float in the water for four days. Yeah, saltwater. yeah. And people were eaten by sharks. Yeah. And that's why Quinn doesn't like sharks. Yeah. But. Good reason. Personally, 
reason why I love it is because my grandfather survived the USS Indianapolis. Wow, really? Yeah. Goat? No, no, no. My other grandfather, James, my dad's dad. I got you. So he's, I didn't know that. He was one of the survivors. He passed away in 2001. Wow. So, yeah. so it, I mean, I hate complete turn on this whole subject. But uh, anyway. No, I think, it, I think it blends into it great, actually. So, I mean, yeah. he was on the ship that Quint was talking about yeah. in the film. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So it, it's uh, that's another reason why I liked the film because it did talk about that. Yeah, so. no, it 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 messed me up as far as sharks are concerned. I remember having, um, I mean, great white sharks was kind of a a pretty popular fad at one time. Like people just love sharks. Yeah, scared the heck out of me. I remember I had a book. I got it um a school book fair, mm-hmm. and it had just giant pictures of great whites in it. I couldn't even look at it. If freaked me out dude the only sharks i liked were two two types of sharks yeah or three types (laughs) i know one you're gonna say a dead shark yes street sharks yes and shark bites perfect shark bites and (laughs) while watching while watching street sharks but yeah it was it was a good movie i do feel since you're talking about jaws i do have to you know i think we need to talk about the jaws ride for two seconds okay. at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. I had never been so nervous or scared to get on a ride in my entire life. Fantastic. Messed. I just remember seeing videos of the Jaws ride yeah. at Universal Orlando for I, years. I like how you just stopped after you said, I messed, and I know what you're about to say. You messed your pants. <laughs> no, messed me up. Oh, messed you <laughs> yeah. up. Okay. It might have done that too, but yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're on the... You're in a boat. Mm-hmm. Jaws pops up beside you like three or four times. There's one point where you're in like a boathouse and the doors close on either side, mm-hmm. and the animatronic shark is in the boathouse. Horrifying. How old were you? Oh, I was. <laughs> I was. Um. Oh no, this was like in 2010. <laughs> messed, so 23. Messed or me. no 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 um I don't 28. know. Yeah yeah. Something like that. Oh, my. Horrifying. See, I, I haven't been to Universal. I've been to Disney World. But yeah. I think I would have a lot better time at Universal. I, I have a thing about animatronics, like mm-hmm. giant animatronics yeah. that scare me. Yeah. Freaks me out. So, especially Jaws. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, look, real quick. <laughs> we had an above-ground pool, five feet above-ground pool growing up. Perfect, yeah. And whenever, I don't know what time of day it was, but during the summer, if we're out there swimming, I would get out of the water (laughs) because the sun would cast a shadow on the pool wall Mm. and it would be a dark half circle, like, (laughs) like a, oh man, like a slither of the moon kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. like a Luna or whatever. Is it, is that what it's called? Lunar. Anyways. Eclipse or something. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't swim because I thought... Somehow, the daggum shark. A shark is going to be... Was in a Shreveport, <laughs> Louisiana, above-ground pool. It's going to be transported to the 7,200 suntan. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I don't know. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws messed up a lot of people going to the ocean, going yeah. to the beach. That's a great pick. I think it I think it fits perfectly. Uh, um, I think you mentioned possibly you, you're calling an audible. Yeah. And I already know the movie. Yes. It's it, Flubber. <laughs> It is Flubber. Flubber had some deep 
deep stuff within it. <laughs> it was like The Shining. It had a bunch of hidden meanings. But um, I can't believe I did not think of this movie mm-hmm. when I was making my list. And the reason I thought of it was because you mentioned Robin Williams. My final pick is going to be the movie One Hour Photo. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law, Jeff, is going to love this pick. He is a huge fan of this movie, too. I remember seeing it in theaters, and this is the first time I had ever seen Robin Williams in a serious role. Yeah. Now, well, he had done he had done serious roles. This is the first time I'd seen Robin Williams in a horror-type film, I guess mm-hmm. I should say. It's more than a serious role. He's a deeply disturbed individual. Mm-hmm. He is a, a photo guy, Cy the Photo Guy. His name is Cy. And he worked, like, at a generic... It was, like... It was basically supposed to be, like, Walgreens. Yeah. It wasn't called Walgreens, but... And he developed film for people. Uh, Basically, he becomes obsessed with this one family. He develops their film all the time. Turns out he's making copies of all the pictures, and he posts them up in his house. He kind of sees himself as part of the family because, you know, he watches them grow up. Yeah. Through film. Yeah. He always insists on being the guy that develops their photos and... But it's just kind of his descent into madness. Like, you know, within the film, he sees that the husband is having an affair on the wife. He takes that personally. He goes after the husband. And it's it's just a movie. <laughs> I love being able to do this in person. Um, he just mouths something. But... <laughs> But yeah, it's just his obsession. It's it's about it's about a man obsessed. It's a lonely guy who doesn't have a family, has no one yeah. that cares for him, basically. Mm-hmm. And he becomes obsessed with these people. I want to say I watched it. It was good. I saw it in theaters. I think, yeah. And I think that the reason it works so well is because it was Robin Williams. You know, when you think of Robin Williams, you think of somebody that makes you laugh. You think of a very... Happy times. Yeah, a guy with just a lot of childlike, um, you know, attributes about him. And to see him in that kind of role is just extra disturbing. It's kind of crazy how, I mean, the photo section, that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. they. I mean, <laughs> they still have them, but it's so you can get stuff off your phone. Yeah, they don't sell film anymore, do they? I don't think they do. I don't think they process it. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think they do. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the um, what the movie revolves around. And it's creepy because you don't really think about that. Yeah. You don't really think about, you know, somebody somebody was processing this film. They were looking at your pictures. It's kind of weird. It is. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you're a big Robin Williams fan. Yeah. What came first, Goodwill Hunting or Flubber? Goodwill Hunting. Flubber. Really? 1997, November 16th, December 2nd. The same year? The same year. Wow. His movies in 1997, <laughs> he came out with Father's Day. So messed me up. De- Deconstructing Henry, mm-hmm. Flubber, and Goodwill Hunting. He did a lot of movies, even up until his last days, really, that you know were smaller kind of indie films. In a way, I mean, Flubber wasn't, and Goodwill Hunting wasn't, of course, but whenever Photo kind of was. I mean, that wasn't a huge released. Man, he in two thousand two, Death to Smoochie, Insomnia, and One Hour Photo all came out. Yeah, that's crazy. He's putting out four movies a year. One Hour Photo was, I I feel it was Oscar worthy for him, but it didn't 
I don't think it was nominated. Well, anyways, that's my final pick. One hour photo. Love it. Still enjoy it. And I think you had one more or No, that was it. Okay, what were your five? Nosferatu. Okay, you did go first. Sorry. A Quiet Place. Okay. Jaws. Um, I'm trying to do them in order. Oh, okay, sorry. Psycho. Psycho. Scream. Jaws. Okay. Out of those, I think I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Jaws because I think that that isn't put in that list enough as yeah. being a horror film. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I, and I, I, it's one of those movies that could happen. I mean, there, mm. there's not going to be a... I mean, yeah, there's sharks that size. But not necessarily a shark that's going to just kind of Terrorize stalk you. you. I mean, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I, I would go with Jaws. One of the scariest movies ever, but... I'm going to go with, okay, you had The Witch, Flubber. <laughs> the Witch, The Shining, um, One Hour Photo. Um, um, gosh, can you think of my list? Uh, Funny Games. Mm-hmm. And Blair Witch. The Blair Witch, yeah. Okay, so I'm probably going to go with The Shining. Okay. Because that was me and Jack's first date. Yeah. So that's a good reason, but I would also I wouldn't mind trying the witch. Okay. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. Are you are you saying you want to borrow it? No, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I will I will wait. You gonna watch it over here sometime? No, because okay. your room, it's <laughs> it's like a a darkish blue color yeah. to me. Uh huh. Looks like the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and like the room's kind of just dark. It's a it's a dim room. I have a yes. couple lamps that I just mainly keep on. Yeah. So I will have to say no to watching it in here. I'm okay. going to watch it uh, on my cell phone. <laughs> you can't watch it on your cell. Listen to me. That doesn't work. In the in broad daylight. <laughs> in the middle of like eating lunch outside somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I want to be at Taco Bell. Yeah. Eating. <laughs> just watching it in the parking lot. I got your little phone. <laughs> Good dog. Well, good. Um, that was a good list, man. I yeah, I enjoyed fun. this, and I cannot wait for the rest of our Halloween stuff. Yeah, we have a couple more episodes coming up, yeah. and they're going to be fun. And we'll see how this sounds. New mic. We'll see if it sounds. It should sound a lot better. I hope so. I do too. I'm re- <laughs> the real test is when we get a third person. Yes. Yeah. I, I've been, I.e. baby candy in here. I've been reading up the best way to do that as far as. Because it has many options on it, but yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll make it work. But we will. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. And I've really enjoyed doing this in person. Yeah, it's our first time doing this one in uh, a podcast in person. Usually, he's somewhere, and I'm in you know blocks away. So it's it's cool doing it in front of each other, and you know, you guys have no idea how many or how long it takes to film an episode when sometimes to record an episode because of audio issues. Yes. Or because of third parties. Yeah. And their audio issues. It takes a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we've had a slinky chair, Eric Willis slinky chair. Yeah. And we've had, <laughs> we've had just the dove, the dove who <laughs> can't look at the mic and talk but yeah. no, it's it's all fun and we're we got a lot of stuff coming up 
it's going to be a lot of, a lot of good times to be had. And we uh, hope you have a good week. Like a lamb to its slaughter, bury.